following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. Thirty years of the best sports talk in Middle Tennessee, featuring Tennessee Radio Hall of Famer George Plaster, Tennessee Sports Hall of Fame coach Watson Brown, and Young Guns Billy Derrick and Michael Sender. And now here's your host, George Plaster. Hello again, everybody. Welcome in. Hope you've had a great Christmas and ready for an exciting 2023. A lot of things going on, most of them in the world of football. But first, let's check in with Watson Brown. Find out what's going on up on the plateau. Y'all have had some snow, haven't you? Yeah, we got probably an inch more than you did. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, Brenda and I have gotten to know each other really well. We didn't get out of this yard house since Thursday till today. So it's, it's been an interesting weekend to say the least. I've probably put on a couple of pounds through, the, sure. we all, through all the eating and not doing anything. So yeah. shirts we are a little have. tighter. Welcome to the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome but, uh, to the club. <laughs> Billy, did you have a good Christmas? Oh yeah, it, it was great, George. It was it was good to be with family and and eat a lot of food, watch football. Uh, if we could do that every day, that'd be nice. But yeah. we probably wouldn't look too well. No. So uh, when you say family, how many are we talking about? Uh, a lot, George. A, no, I I get that. Yeah, there's there's eleven that. total. So the Waltons. A, yeah. The uh, <laughs> what, what was that big big family? Cheaper by the dozen. What were they? Uh-huh. Their last name. Forget I don't it. No. <laughs> But uh, that's what I get it was where like you're coming from. Yep. Okay, let's uh, let's get the show started with uh, Terry McCormick, our daily Titans update here on the show. Terry, the bearer of just more and more good news as we close out the year. Terry, were you at Nissan Stadium Saturday? I was. I was. How many others joined you? Honestly, few. Let's just say that. Okay. I mean, give me, what's your gut feeling? How many were dumb enough to be there? Well, they announced 66,000, but many of those 66,000 were disguised, as they say, as seats, George. (laughs) Right. So you're not even willing to take a a stab at it. (laughs) Might have been 25,000 there. Okay. Maybe. Gotcha. Well, they were certainly treated to uh, (laughs) some terrific football. Um, Terry, what what's what's the latest injury wise? Anything new that uh, that that comes up out of this game? Uh, yesterday they had twelve players listed on the injury report, and eleven of them did not practice. Now that was an walkthrough estimation because that's all they did. They didn't actually have a full practice, but had they practiced, they would have had a lot of people that didn't practice. Eleven. Today, 
four of those were back in limited fashion. And they were Danico Autry, Bud, uh, no, not Bud, Christian Fulton, Derek Henry, and Amani Hooker. So those four were limited. And the rest of them who were on the list from yesterday, which ranges from Jeffrey Simmons to Ryan Tannehill to Zach Cunningham, Dylan Cole, Nicholas Petit Ferrer, uh, all those out again today. So not looking good on the injury front for the Titans. But here's the thing. This game Thursday night, even though this is a team that desperately needs to find a way to win a game just to get off the schneid, it means absolutely nothing. They can lose this game 68 to nothing, and it won't have one bit of impact on their playoff hopes because that's all riding on the season finale in Jacksonville. Has that one gotten flexed? to anything yet because I know the NFL has two games now planned on Saturday, a late afternoon and an evening. Any any talk there of that? There's discussion of it, but I haven't heard anything uh, for sure. Uh, I think they have to let some of this week's games play out a little bit to kind of see, you know, what scenario is what because there is a – I think there's also a win and end for a wild card spot between the Lions and Packers – that could materialize after this week. But we know that the Jaguars and the Titans are a sure thing that one of those two teams is going to make the playoffs and one's going to be left there standing at the train station uh, and not making it in after that game that they finished the season with. I believe it's on January the 8th right now. Yeah. Terry, the reports are not good on Ryan Tannehill. Are you hearing Anything different, anything more definitive, lay it on us. Well, Mike Vrabel has been asked about it a time or two, and he said that, you know, Tannehill's doing everything he can to get back and help this football team. And what that seems to say, he had the surgery, the, the, the surgery that helps to speed up the healing of the high ankle sprain. And so my guess is that you generally means it's a three to four week type of deal. Uh, there was a receiver for the Tennessee Vols that had that uh, same surgery, and he came back uh, a couple of weeks earlier than he should have maybe uh, under normal circumstances. So my guess would be this. Uh, I think they probably, you know, Tannehill might have an outside chance next week. That would be a best-case scenario. I think they probably would hope that if they can somehow get to the playoffs, maybe he could be – able to come back for the playoff game. But, George, nothing is guaranteed when you're talking about this type of injury. Yeah. Anything uh, else you want to leave us with? It's all so encouraging to begin yes, with. Yes, it has been so encouraging. <laughs> but, you know, that that's kind of where this team is right now. They're, you know, they're just kind of looking at the glass, trying to look at the glass half full. But uh, Terry, you know, there's certainly nothing in the glass. No, there's nothing in the glass. You're you're exactly right. You know, the, I guess one of the things that, you know, you're looking at, basically they're playing the second string offensive line. I mean, that's basically what they're doing right now. Uh, you look at Ben Jones is out now. Taylor Lewan's been out for most of the year. Nate Davis is, is out for the year. And now Nicholas Petit-Ferrer hasn't practiced this week. He did not finish the game uh against the uh, Texans on Saturday. So, and then Aaron Brewer has been limited, listed with a calf injury. So it is quite possible that you could see five different guys than what started the year 
as the offensive line when they take on the Cowboys Thursday night, Georgia. That is quite possible. You can see five different guys than the ones they started the year with. Oops. That's not a recipe for success in general terms. Oh, it really isn't. Terry, thank you for all the good news and happy holidays. Happy holidays to you as well, George. <laughs> Terry McCormick with the depressing Daily Titans update. And it's been brought to you by Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Uh, George, they, as I just had, uh, there it is, uh, Middle Tennessee's most trusted team in realty. That is the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. They are proven to be trusted with your most personal asset. Give them a call at 615-906-8458. Also, Sumner Funeral and Cremation, they are sharing their family with yours in your time of need. Now with two convenient locations in both Gallatin and Hendersonville and also online at SumnerFuneral.com. All right, let's start the update with the bowl scoreboard uh, report. I know we always look forward to this. we got four bowls today. One has already gone final, the Camellia Bowl down in Montgomery, Alabama. Buffalo defeated Georgia Southern. Turned out to be a really good game and a great crowd, uh, surprisingly, down there. So Buffalo won that one. Memphis right now is all over Utah State as they begin the second half in the first responder bowl. And we've got two more tonight, the Birmingham Bowl and the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. Uh, Coastal Carolina and ECU at 545 and Wisconsin and Oklahoma State at 915. So there it is, George. I know you guys are thrilled about those today. Uh, yes, yes. It's always good to have football. Always good. George, we got the bowls out of the way. We've got four more tomorrow. Uh, Mac Brown and the Tar Heels are in action tomorrow yes, night. Yes, they are. Uh, Sam Hartman, Wake Forest quarterback, has entered the portal over the weekend, and he's expected to land at Notre Dame, according to sources, reports, rumors, whatever they are. Uh, but after a long sources career. close to the situation. <laughs> yeah. After a long career in Winston-Salem, and he broke the ACC career record for touchdown passes thrown. He broke Taj Boyd's record in the bowl game against Missouri. So, Notre Dame, that could be the landing spot for Sam Hartman. So, let, let's get Watson into this. Watson, as good as he's been, he's really getting virtually no play on the pro level. Is it that they feel that that style doesn't match pro football at all? I think it's just hot. It's what I think it is. He's he's honestly, I think he's smaller than what they say, six foot, six one. I don't think he's that. I think he's probably fi a legit five eleven if he's that. And uh, but he makes plays and and he'll get drafted. Uh, it won't be very high. But he will get drafted. But this will improve his draft status to go to a place like Notre Dame or Tennessee or anywhere, uh, and and show his worth against that type of talent that they seem to play more of. Even though Notre Dame plays a lot of ACC schools right now from that COVID contract time, and uh, but I think it's a good move by him. I, you know, he he seemed to be a kid that it, the team mattered to him. He was very emotional at the end of the game the other day. That's when I knew he was gone. And uh, But for his sake, he's given them four years of play. He's getting that extra year from COVID, Yeah, uh, that COVID year. So I think he's doing the right thing. If I was his agent, that's what I'd tell him to do. What Next else, piece? Billy? George, we got uh, in uh, another football note up in the NFL, Nathaniel Hackett has been let go. Dumpster finally, fire. finally, by Denver after a four and eleven start and losing fifty one to fourteen 
against LA. That, I mean, that was the nail in the coffin. Not that the nail in the coffin hadn't already happened. Congratulations to Denver for showing up. God. Did the, uh, guys, did he beat Urban's time, or did Urban get fired before he did? Well, he broke the uh, record for in Broncos history. He holds the shortest tenure of any head coach in Broncos history. Uh, uh, I, I don't know. I don't think there's many that that wouldn't break the record. Yeah, well, I, there's not many let a guy go in one year. But I wondered if if Urban got let go after this or before this. I couldn't remember. Urban lasted less than a year, and if you'll remember, I know that. But I was, Lou Holtz with the Jets lasted less than a year. Yeah, he was the last I remember uh, that was within a year. What what was uh, our guy that left the Falcons went to Arkansas? He's now the coordinator Coach Petrino. at Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How his was a one year deal, wasn't it? Didn't he leave in the middle of the first year he was there, or was it his second? No, year? I don't remember. But I know it was during the season. The, he didn't get on the flight home after they got beat somewhere. Yeah, he just went straight to he went straight Arkansas, to Arkansas. <laughs> with his motorcycle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, we love that one. Yeah, it's an easy one. Uh, last piece here of NFL news, kind of surprising, but then again, in today's day day and age of the NFL, maybe not so much. Earlier today, Arizona defensive end J.J. Watt announced his retirement after this season. Houston drafted him with the number eleven pick back in two thousand eleven. He spent ten years there. What a stud. Three-time defensive player of the year, seven-time All-Pro, Hall of Famer? I uh, mean, first first ballot. First ballot? No, at least in my mind, no doubt about it. But Watson also a first ballot Hall of Fame human being. Yes. He's got it all, guys. NFL ought to just see if, how many of those guys they can reproduce because he's – and you knew it. If you watched the other night, he was taking pictures. Yeah, he sure was. With his, it's, I guess it's his child. I don't know if it's a boy or girl, but they with mama. Both parents were there. They're taking pictures down on the field. You hear during the game that it's the first game his child's ever seen him play. He played a heck of a game. A heck of a game. He, Tampa, he, couldn't, they couldn't block it. He dominated. Oh, he dominated the game. He was excited. You know he's playing for his child and his wife. And I just had the feeling that's was going to be it. I didn't know they were going to announce it right after the game. But it's pretty neat. Class yeah. act all the way around. Unbelievable way around. career. Do you know that he raised after Hurricane Harvey? He yep. put something on Twitter. Hoping to raise about two hundred grand, and instead thirty-seven million. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? It's just fantastic. I mean, thirty-seven million. Just a great guy. I don't. I don't yeah. know why we can't spend more time talking about those guys and some of these slugs that we have to talk about all the time. <laughs> that pull some of the stunts they pull, and the good guys don't get discussed enough george if you ask me uh, i think you're um, right about that you, you watch the news at night now what's the things that are on the news a robbery a killing a, that's the first thing that pops up and the nfl ought to do a better job and all of us we ought to we ought to just disregard those as i call them slugs and try to promote these good guys more than we do tell you the truth yeah and you know i hope he gets into coaching too because he could be a phenomenal mentor for you know 
for young men and, and kind of modeling modeling after him. I mean, that'd be – I'd be shocked if he gets Why would he want to do that? I don't, I don't see that. But he can – he can be great for kids oh, in a lot of different ways. Yeah, and he will. Don't think he'll disappear. He 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 will be good. Hopefully, he's in some sort of mentoring role. Yeah, he, he will him. be. You got a brother him. who's pretty good too. Old TJ, yeah, not bad. Yeah, it's turned out to be a pretty. That's a pretty good football family. Not bad. So that's it. That's it, George. Okay, let me tell you what we've got coming up. We've got. Tony Basilio coming on from Knoxville, and we'll ask him the obvious, which is, did Tennessee, knowing this rumor has been out there for some time, kind of poke into the whole Sam Hartman deal? Uh, Is it still possible? We'll talk to Tony about all that and get you ready for the Orange Bowl matchup Friday. That's Friday, not Friday. <laughs> Friday against the Clemson Tigers. Then at five o'clock, Watson will have his Titans analysis. Boy, I bet Can't that'll wait. be I bet that'll be uplifting. <laughs> Woo, they've never played better. <laughs> so stick around and then we'll get into what is going on in Denver, the dumpster fire. And the question would be, would Sean Payton dare to have interest in trying to fix that mess? Plenty on the show. You stick around. This is Main Street Media Television. Buying or selling a home can be a very personal experience. Why not go with the team that receives nearly all of their business from referrals? Clearly a trusted name in real estate. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners has sold more than 500 homes in the last seven years. Voted best in Sumner County multiple times. Proven to be trusted with your most personal assets. Call the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners at 615-906-8458. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. Middle Tennessee's most trusted team in realty. I highly recommend Sumner Funeral and Cremation because of their caring nature and attentiveness to detail. Pre-planning your funeral now will bring you peace of mind and less stress to your loved ones. When the chaos of losing you happens, your family can honor and celebrate your life, knowing things are happening just as you wanted them to. Pre-planning determines the details of your funeral, cemetery services, and can be less expensive. We are honored to serve you and are always here for you in your time of need. Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Traditional. Affordable. Dignified. SumnerFuneral.com Jody Jones Dentistry can handle all your dental needs from the basics to cosmetic procedures. All of this in the nicest dental facility I have ever seen. Jody has done it right. They're located conveniently at 55 Music Square East and for an appointment, it's simple. Dial 615-259-5100 and tell them Plaz sent you. When you're thinking about golf, consider Riverside Golf Links. Under new ownership, the course has improved dramatically. It's now 27 holes, complemented by a nine-hole executive course. Book a tee time now at 615-847-5074 and get ready to enjoy the beauty of golf in the old Hickory area at Riverside Golf Links. 
I'm Bart Durham. I was sworn in as a lawyer in 1963, and I've been working as a lawyer since then. We're a firm that does exclusively personal injury, a lot of tractor-trailer crashes. Insurance companies will open up their checkbooks when you force them to. We have systems that work. We get the most money for our clients in the shortest amount of time. I'm Blair Durham. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. This is Eric Berner with Rock Hassle Wealth Advisors. I help people in the pursuit of making their money live as long as they do. People hire me because I use a customized, individualized, and personal approach for the person I'm working with. Everyone's situation is different. If you've lost a spouse or a parent and want to make sure your inheritance is utilized and does not just disappear, I can help with that. Call me at 615-235-1058 or email eric at rockcastlewealth.com. Welcome back into the George Plaster Show. It's now time for Tennessee Tuesday, brought to you by Direct Radon Mitigation, as well as Complete Service Heat and Air. And before we get to Tony, here's a few words on Complete Service Heating and Air. When I made the decision... Complete Service Heat and Air can clean your coils, check out your motor, and make sure you have warm air throughout those cold winter months. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson Counties. So let's go to Knoxville and say hello to Tony Basilio. Did you have a good Christmas? Que pasa, amigos? Don't, yeah, I sure did. Thanks, guys. Nice. Uh, let's see. If you want to go Spanish, no tengo dinero. I know that one really well from working in radio all these years. <laughs> I thought um, you might. So today was our festival celebration, George, and so we aired our grievances on my show. We're, we're really in the spirit. <laughs> I can tell. Did the Titans come up? Um, no, it was it more it was more like personal. Um, yeah. Like you, like when you refer to Watson as my father, that sort of thing. You know, personal. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Love you, boy. Love you. Oh, <laughs> we're off and rolling now, aren't by, we? By the way, Merry Christmas, Dad. <laughs> did he Did he send you anything? <sighs> I Not sent him yet. a text. Uh, no, no tango dinero. Not no, no, no dinero. There was no dinero, uh, but there was a text. I did text him. There was a I text. Did. Thank you, Watson. I did. That's for no tango dinero, no <laughs> es posible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you so, go. So, Tony, let me ask the obvious. This uh, this Sam Hartman thing's been out there for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Did Tennessee sort of? kind of check in on this if they did what happened or are they still in the process of it i think they checked in on a lot of people in terms of their quarterback situation i think the idea uh this camp was to get a look at their freshmen 
and say, hey, if we have to ride with this guy, can we? No, look, you can't. You're not going to be able to play a 190-pound uh, kid um, at this point in time in this league, and you know, especially behind an offensive line that isn't in Alabama's. But that said, uh, I'm going to tell you something. People I talk to say that about this Nico, they they really didn't want to like him or believe because there's so much fanfare around him. And he has some hanger-ons, you know, that go to practice right now and that sort of thing, um, who have been at these early those early practices in Knoxville. I hear he was unbelievably impressive for how old he is. I mean, they said he is just wow and is showing an aptitude early on for it. So I think Tennessee's idea is to try and cobble together something for the beginning of next season. Um, Taven Jackson, Joe Milton, and eventually all roads are going to lead to that true freshman. In terms of Sam Hartman, I'm sure you guys saw what I saw today, which is the Notre Dame stuff. Look, I know that a lot of these programs talk to a lot of kids and it never makes the light of day. For instance, and I'm not trying to be funny here, but if we don't think people were tampering around with the North Carolina quarterback, we're fooling ourselves. I keep it real here. I hear things. Watson hears things. You hear things. I hear anything from Watson, by the way, on that. But these coaches today, you know, they're all doing look over here. But I'm really with this hand. Let's keep, keep your eyes on this hand. I'm really going to, you know, so I don't believe any of it. I mean, to be honest with you, I think that uh, Tennessee, would they be interested in talking to Sam Hartman? Sure. Would Sam Hartman be interested in playing at Tennessee's offense? I don't see why he wouldn't. I think it's curious that he would go to Notre Dame, who have been so vertically challenged in, in recent years. Their offense looked constipated last year. I don't know. Constipated. That's an interesting description. Yeah. Watson, say hello to your grandson. Tony, how was the trip to, up north when you crossed the Mason-Dixon uh, line? Was there you know, Watson, it was um, – Bob Seeger has a song where he says, see some old friends, good for the soul. I've never found it not uh, edifying to be around my hometown. There's just yeah. something about it. Even though through the passing of time, nobody knows who I am. I don't know who anybody is. Uh, you know, there's too much water under the bridge, so to speak. But it's such a beautiful thing. And from a sporting sense, it's so fun to be around those people uh, with the Eagles because, you know, I watch a game with family members uh, – game they ripped the Giants apart you might have thought they were losing by three touchdowns the way one of my brothers was behaving I said what are you doing relax but that's where I get it so I'm telling you Philadelphia fans are a different breed yes that's they all are. Santa Claus they are a different breed yes they are Tony what what's your take on the game it seems like everybody up east is uh we, we, we don't have a shot here. We got too many people out. Yeah. I'm one that don't believe that. I've watched Clemson. I watched my brother's game. That was 39-10. That game wasn't 39-10. I mean, North Carolina passed for 370-something yards in the game. Right. I mean, it wasn't like this was a normal 39-10 game. They mm -hmm. turned it over at critical times, and they couldn't score inside the 10. Been, been one of their Achilles heels all year. 
the strength of the of the defense is the front. The weakness is the secondary. That's not mm-hmm. a good place to be weak against Tennessee. I don't care if, if Tillman hadn't done a lot all year because I don't think he's ever been totally healthy again. Losing height, yeah, but that's one guy. A lot of people are losing a guy here and a guy there. Um, I, I think it's on the quarterback. If Milton plays good, they will beat Clemson. That's a big if. That's a big if because he hasn't yeah. played good yet as a starter at Tennessee. Name me a game where he's really played good as a starter at Tennessee. So far, he hadn't done it. The Vanderbilt game, he sure didn't do it. Uh, the games he started before Hooker went in his place, he didn't do it. So he's got to do something he hadn't done. But if he plays, if he plays B football, I'm telling you, don't tell all your fans this week. Don't give up on this team just yet, because I think Josh Heupel likes this kind of game when everybody thinks they got no shot. Why wouldn't you? You're playing on house money, you know. Yeah, you are. And 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 what do you have to lose? Seriously, what at the end of the day, what what would Tennessee have to lose? I mean, I'm looking at the Ramel Keatons of the world, the Squirrel Whites, the Brew McCoys of the world, the Walker Merrill from down in the mid state. Those guys have an opportunity here, and I, I'm with you, Watson. I think they're going to be open. My question for the and you said it. And I'm a, like, I'm a complete simpleton, okay? You know way more about this than I'll ever know. You've forgotten more than I'll ever know about the sport. But, and I hate to be this way, but, you know, if, if the quarterback plays well, Tennessee probably is going to win that game Friday, despite not having their best playmaker on offense, despite not having their best playmaker on defense. Uh, Jeremy Banks, guys, I'm, I'm in favor of him because anytime you cannot go to class at all in the fall, and then get the word you're not going to the bowl game because, you know, because basically, you know, you didn't do anything in the classroom and then say you opted out. I mean, I'm for that. <laughs> but they're, they're without him. The last time they took the field without him in a meaningful bowl game, it, it looked like chaos. That's not a good sign. But here's the thing. You've got a true freshman quarterback over there who, you know, ordinarily at this time of the year, true freshman quarterbacks, talking about the Klubnik guy, Ordinarily, they played a ton of football. Not him. I don't know how Dabo did that, but I want to congratulate him. I mean, I don't know how you do that, but Dabo keeps falling forward. Like we've never seen anybody fall forward like this guy is. Uh, you play in a weak league. Well, that helps, doesn't it? It does help a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> play in a weak league. Let yeah. let him take that team and that quarterback he tried to play with into the SEC, see how many he wins. Uh, DJ against Tennessee schedule, Watson, that would not – let's put it this no. way. They would not be in the Orange Bowl, would they, Watson? No. And, again, who have they beaten? My brother had lost three straight before right. he went to that game. He loses to Notre Dame, who's a good team. Who yeah. did he beat? He loses to South Carolina, which is average at best in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean – why are we giving Clemson the credit that we give them other than being in a league they could win in? That's the way I see it. I may be wrong, but yeah. I bet you if they lose, Milton just does not step up to the plate. He just doesn't do it. In all these games, guys, these non-playoff games, I always look at who wants to be there. What team wants to be there more? This is Tennessee's high point in forever. If the guys that are on that team, I'm talking about the guys that opted out. If the guys that are on that team don't want to be there, why bother? These guys should be thrilled. They're part of a New Year's Six Bowl. They were picked to win eight games at the beginning of the year. Some people thought seven. They're part of a New Year's Day Bowl game, and they're a prohibitive underdog. 
look, look, Watson and George, if I really thought that Joe Milton was going to function well in this game, I'd be saying Tennessee is going to really put it on him. But I'm not going to stretch things here. I'll take a win, and I, I hope the guy surprises me. Because I think coming out of this game, people here are going to be going, and I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. But I think the narrative here is going to be, okay, how long till we play the true freshman next year? And do you start the season with them? I think that's going to – look, I hope I'm wrong. I think Tennessee internally is concerned about this game. People I've talked to, they're concerned. They're never going to say that publicly. But they're concerned about it because they know what Watson just said. They know, which is there will be plays to be made in this game. There will be opportunities. They, they know there will be opportunities in this one. Because so they were in the ACC title game. They just know. They just know from looking at the film that there will be opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. One last thing, George, before we go with him. Who do you predict is the quarterback next year at Tennessee at the start of the season? Boy, I don't Don't do that. Why are you trying? <laughs> you know, guys, I come on here all year and – why are you turning your festivus on me? You should be airing your grievance toward George. Do you have a Do you have a grievance toward George that we hey, maybe hey, maybe you haven't got that much time, Tony? <laughs> I, I'm on here every day and get treated like this. So don't don't sit here and put a cry on me now. Well, don't do that. Uh, hold on, Tony. This comes this. from a man who once asked me, "Do yeah. you even know how to read?" <laughs> wow! Can you believe that? Well, Tony, honestly, he never answered the question. <laughs> well, <laughs> he never answered the question. You know, there George, is. George, I remind you that me and Watson share blood after the. You fall, th so. okay? I'll ease it for you. Do you think it the freshman will? Are they going to wait on him? You don't think they'll go to the transfer portal in any way? They're going to deal with what they got. Is that what you think? Well, again, I. Now I'm going to try to have it both ways here because I do think there's a possibility if they think the, the guy from uh, Indiana is going to jump, they're going to have to get into the portal. They're trying to convince him right now to stay. But Watson, you and I both know when these kids go out on fields and they see the arm talent on this other kid and they walk off the field going, hey, I'm a competitor, but I'm not going to play in front of this guy. No. And in this day and age, you're not going to keep that guy here. You're just not. Well, and if you bring in a transfer, especially if he's got – more than a year, that freshman might not hang around real long. That's either. right. That's, I'm I'm going to say they're going with the freshman. That's what I think. I don't think they'll go to the transfer portal, and yeah. I think they can teach. They think they can teach him to be the guy by early in the year. I hadn't looked at their schedule. Yeah, but everything I'm hearing at the bow at the, in practices here, he looks fantastic. So I think they're going with the freshman. I know you talk to people internally, so. Uh, no, I really don't. Talk. Not in Knoxville. Well, I talk to coaches, but not in Knoxville. I do not. I just that's yeah. just me. I think everything I'm hearing and reading, I think they're going with the freshman. It's gonna be interesting. I mean, yep. I just don't want to say that because you know, if Milton goes out and plays really well, that'd be a good problem. Well, that changes it all. It's a great oh, problem. Sure it does. What this is his shot. I've been saying it for yard game. He could, he could throw for 400 yards against it. See, people don't believe this. They think, oh, Watson's just blowing this up. People I talk to say there will be plays to be made on that field. They know well, they're going to get their deep ball. They know that deep ball is going to be open. It doesn't matter who's a receiver. They know they're going to get it. Can he hit them? 
or when they throw the ball in the stands. I don't know if you guys saw, he threw an orange 100 yards the other day. Which means absolutely nothing. Well, it means you could throw an orange. When I read that, I said, what the heck does that mean? Hey, you when you played, how far could you throw an orange when you played Watson? How far could you? Oh, throw an probably forty, but I didn't have well, to throw it any further than that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I want Joe Milton in a food fight. You know what? <laughs> I agree with that. Yes. Animal House. <laughs> hey, I have I have some scoop for you, Tony. All right. Take a guess who apparently has moved to our part of the world. Uh, do I get a hint like mm-hmm. what sectors? Vegas to Nashville. Vegas to Nashville. Think of your John Gruden. No. <laughs> no. Well, but you know, good. I hear he's hey, going to be pretty good. That was not bad. I hear he's going to be Tennessee's next coach. No question. Breaking yes. news. Okay. Think of teams you root for. Vegas to Nashville. Oh, you know what? He told Tony Vitello that in the uh, Phillies locker room this year. He said, I'm moving to Nashville. And Tony went, what? Yeah. yeah I'm moving to Nashville. Bryce Harper's really Bryce moved. Harper's who I'm talking about. So what's Wait, the, uh, is in. there a connection? Nashville's in. I don't know. Nashville's in. Yeah. What is the deal? And and what was the deal with the power and the grid? And did you guys lose power? Were you working? Oh yeah. You know, oh, it, yeah. it happened yep. constantly. I wow. asked him to cut it off during the Titans game. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Could you That's cut it off camera. in the second half? Yeah. That so so bad. So apparently, no. Seriously though, with, with the temperatures as they were, I right. guess TVA made this decision that they were going to have to do this to to not have some some real problems and so i'm trying to think i guess it was friday morning mm-hmm. for a little i want to say like 10 minutes at a time mm-hmm. mine went out about four different times unprecedented you know and yeah. and, and i had a couple of family members reach out to me and say you know up here that's where things are going to happen you know how yankees are and i said that's interesting <laughs> since i read that your uh up there their utility told them if you don't conserve energy we're going to go to those and that's never happened they've never even been asked to conserve i mean look we're just you know we're stretching these grids guys we're stretching so them. what was the name of the what was the name of the storm that blew in here now that, that uh, they all have a name i know i don't what know what was the name of that thing i think it started with an e didn't it okay so whatever it was Tony, Thursday night, I got to MC a concert at the Ryman. Mm. And so at the very, oh, it was so cool. Music City Chorus, they're incredible. Wow. It was such a neat experience. So at the end of it, and they had told me to yuck it up a little bit and have fun. So at the very end, I said, I want all of you to drive home safe. If for no other reason than this, the person in the lane next to you could well be me. Wow, there you go. That's beautiful. <laughs> you should have seen it. Thursday night was insane here. And uh, let's just say I drove like a little old lady about two miles an hour. Uh, to the people who were behind me, Yeah, I apologize. Well, since I've lived in the South, I've got one rule of thumb. When it's inclement, 
You're not going to see me on the roads. No Good way. You. Too many superstars out there. Too many hey. geniuses. There are some geniuses on the road. Happy New Year. Will he be on with you Friday? I love you guys. I love Watson Brown always has a standing invitation. Hey, Watson, let me share this with you. So my son who's playing golf is home, gets a call from his buddy who's trying to make uh, PGA Tour. This kid's name's Ryan Hall. He played at South Carolina. He's an excellent player. He's going to the Sony Open to be this kid's caddy. That's tough. He's in my prayers. That's tough. That's tough life. Yeah, really? He's going to go carry this young man's clubs and help him and – that's tough when you're, that's you know, pretty neat, age. If you ask me. That's that's that's, that's high. All expenses paid to Hawaii. Oh, no. Hawaii. We're not talking. Sony we're not Open. talking Hawaii. Boise, Idaho. We're talking the Sony Open. Holy Hawaii. cow! Yeah. So, happy New Year. We appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Thank See you, Tony. Great stuff. Okay, when we come back. A little more college football for you. We'll pick Watson's brain after the break on Main Street Media Television. For Dustin Timmons and Joey Donnelly, they welcome every opportunity to serve and satisfy their clients. Whether you are looking to build your dream home or renovate your current home, their team will ensure that every client and remodel is unique, luxurious, completed on time, and within budget. Contact them today to set an appointment for a free consultation or to view some of their completed projects by logging on to DonnellyTimmons.com. At WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics, we pride ourselves in providing access, innovation, and a patient experience second to none. Access to care and treatment when you need it. Innovation with medical-led cosmetics and various on-site technologies for full-service treatments with a customer experience that is calming, casual, and effective. Independently owned, providing medical, surgical, pediatric, and cosmetic dermatology and more. Visit WellSkinMD.com to schedule your appointment today. WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics. Access to healthier skin. It's your last chance to get a spring tune-up for summer. Complete Service Heat and Air can clean your coils, check out your motor, and make sure you have cold air on that first hot day of summer. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. That's 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Have you heard about the high levels of radon in Middle Tennessee? Radon gas is the second leading cause of lung cancer, second only to smoking, and has no color, no taste, and no smell. The only way to know if you have radon is to test for it. Duret Radon Mitigation offers testing for small and large-scale residential and commercial properties plus mitigation services. Visit DuretRadonMitigation.com to request testing or get a free estimate for mitigation. That's DuretRadonMitigation.com.
Since 1865, the First Baptist Church of Gallatin on Winchester Street has served its community by catering to the least, the last, and the lost. Providing a church of welcome used by God to save the lost, transform the saved, and impact its community. As a proud multi-ethnic congregation, Pastor Derek Jackson personally welcomes you to join them in fellowship Sunday mornings at 8 in person or at 1045 in person or online at firstbaptistgallatin.org. First Baptist Gallatin on Winchester Street, serving with open arms as a true church of welcome. So as all of you know, we're, I don't know what, let's see, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Wow. We're only four days away from the uh, the college football playoff games. It really snuck up. Yeah. So w- Watson, how, how much time do they game plan for that game and how much of it is spent on letting kids who they never see during the season have more practice time? Uh, The first week that you come back that you practice is pretty much spring practice for the younger guys and timing for the older guys. Uh, Just get back in the flow a little bit. And then from then on, it's work on the game. Like if when I'd go to a bowl game, that's the way it did. And this is a bowl game in – in the way they go about it, it's not a bowl game. It's, it's very serious. That. Yeah. Uh, but, but they go about it the exact same way. So they've been working on the game plan. You pretty much, well, you do, you have the game plan in by the time you get to the site, to the site. If you're there four days before the game, that game plans in before you get there. When you get off that airplane at the place you're playing, you've got the game plan in. you tweak it a little you keep watching tape. Maybe you found something else as you kept watching, but pretty much it's done by the time they get off that plane. How, how much are you hitting watching Watson? Usually, uh, obviously, not much with the starters. I would guess no, you, you you hit a little bit at the game side to get them back into the to pad flow. I'd say right if you hit twice in in if you hit in two practices in a in a five day period. And, and when I say hitting two practices, it might be two periods. It might be two five-minute periods, two ten-minute periods where you're very physical in them. Not, not very much. You do practice hard with the young ones back mm-hmm. when you're on the campus. That now you do. Uh, really, Billy, you, you're, the, the seasons are so long, and, and that, I was going to talk about that at some point about the NFL, but the seasons are so long in college now when, when they finish the year, it takes a few weeks to get everybody healthy again. They're right. just so beat up. And so you really can't do a whole lot for a couple of weeks after the season's over. Uh, don't know if you saw it, and I didn't see a ton of it, but kudos to Middle on their win over San Diego State in the same stadium where Vandy beat Hawaii uh, back in late August to start the football season. That's a good win for them. Yeah, I, I was proud for them because of their just fortitude. They, they just hung in there. They had to really fight. And honestly, neither team played very good. It was not It was not a fun game to watch. But middle, middle had the toughness and the mental toughness to hang in there. And uh, 
found a way to win the game. And that's honestly when it boils down to it, that's all that matters. But really I watched that one off and on and I just didn't think either team played very well. Would you, would you not say, would y'all not say that most of the early games that's been the case? Yeah. Yeah. I would this year. I would this year. And I was going to say on Stocksdale, Watson, you've probably, you know, been a part of experiences like this as a coach where you just, you knew you got by by the skin of your teeth and you're just, you're just trying to survive. I kept, they kept showing Stocksdale on the sideline. You could tell he was, you know, just trying to survive. Oh, absolutely. He knew they weren't playing well. Yeah. He just said, find a way, just find a way here. And they did. They, they, they found a way at the end. It went back and forth a little bit. Uh, but no, that that's a good win for them. You, you got to understand, guys. And I've never gone to one six and six, so I don't know this. But to me, you're going to have a winning season. I mean, mm-hmm. you leave that game if you don't win the game. If it's two six and six playing each other, one of the teams lo- leaves with a losing record. I mean, it's just so different than the way I've always thought bowls. You've had a really good year. You get a chance to go. Uh, I'm bitter about this six and six stuff because I had a couple of seven fours that never even got to go, uh, that they didn't take us. Um, so I'm not big on six and six. I wish we'd cut it back to winning records, but you're going to cut out a bunch of bowls if you do that. Watson, I didn't, I didn't know that. That tells you how much the game has changed. Oh, oh absolutely. Seven, seven yeah. and four? Yeah. No, well, a different world in the early days now. You didn't, you didn't have the number of bowls like you do now. And what's changed is ESPN is funding a lot of these bowls as programming. You couldn't pay the light bill <laughs> on some of the crowds you've got oh. in the early games. Well, Watson, let me ask you this. Uh, I'm sitting here watching Memphis. They're one of the six and sixes, and they are clearly light years better than Utah State. So they're going to go to seven and six, and you always hear this, you know, that's great momentum for the spring and the the next year. Is it really? Does it matter no. one way or the other? Well, let's just say it's better than the alternative. Uh, but I don't think it's that big a momentum. Getting to go to a bowl, your players' memories from it, the three, four days prior to the bowl, the fun they have, the the functions at night, the time off in the in the afternoons when I'd go. I practiced early in the morning, so I gave them the day. Usually at night you had functions to go to, so that was their only time to get to the beaches or to whatever they're doing. And and we were in Hawaii six days, so it was a long time when we went to the Hawaii boat. And, and uh, they, they, it's memories. I still talk to kids today that they talk about the memories of that trip and all the things that they got to do and everything. That's what it is. The momentum of end of the next year, George, I – Honestly, I don't really think that's true. Yeah. Um, okay, let, let me try this one on you. So having been around Music City Bowls and emceed certain events that they've had over the years, uh, the, the nighttime events, some of it's really a lot of fun, and it does bring some really good memories. When you're in one of these college football playoff games, does all that happen, or is it just – Business, business, and nothing else. It's cut back, but the the, the fun stuff disappears pretty much. And the attitude within the team, I would think, disappears. It's a a different animal. We were excited to be in Hawaii. We we were 
proud of what we had done. We made it all the way to the 23rd in the country. And it was a, it was a, it was just a fun time. It was, it was fun from a good year. These guys are going in business, man. And it's, we're, we're playing Hawaii who was in the top 10. I think they had Jim, Timmy Chang. He'd right. broken all those records. It was his last game in the stadium. A lot of, a lot of limelight with that, but it wasn't serious limelight. It was, it was both limelight. These games that we're fixing to watch on Saturday, serious business, man. Serious business. Well, and for a lot of the, for the motivational factor, location has to play a huge role too. I mean, you just said it, Watson. You're headed to Hawaii. If y'all were headed to Shreveport, you know, y'all wouldn't be as nearly as excited, right? That may that's probably right, Billy. You're you're probably right about that. It, a lot of it is where you get to go. I, I know where Mac is. That's the one of the best bowls to go yeah. to. They say that bowl is a blast. The weather's fantastic all week. It's in San Diego. I've always heard the holiday bow is just unbelievably good one to go to. And uh, so hopefully he, he's having fun. And But um, it's just different when you're lining up for the national championship, the pressure with that, and all the parts of the good season is not on anybody's mind at that point, whereas my kids were celebrating a good season. These kids aren't celebrating a good season. They're very serious to try to beat Michigan trying to beat Georgia or whichever, or vice versa. Don't discount Shreveport. They've got a casino. We'll go to the break. That's all they've got. Then we'll, he knows where those are, believe me. Then we'll have stat of the he day could, he coming could tell up. You the, he could tell you the casino in Tupelo. He could tell you the casinos in every state. Don't let There's him get you. And then we'll have Watson Brown's Titans analysis. Oh, that'll be a blast. Holiday spirit for you. This is Main Street Media Television. When I made the decision to host the Plaster and Friends Celebrity Bowling Night, Strike and Spare is where I turned. And what a wise decision that turned out to be. They have five locations in our area with family attractions. They're perfect for birthdays, groups and corporate outings, and holiday parties. For more info, it's simple. Go to strikeandspare.com. Walmart supply chain is hiring in Lebanon. Earn up to $22.25 an hour when you join our new fulfillment center. Enjoy competitive pay and premium perks, including 100% paid college tuition, 401k match, flexible schedules, a free Walmart Plus membership that includes discounts and free Paramount Plus, paid time off, and so much more. Fulfilling work starts right here text JOIN to 240-240. That's JOIN 240-240 to apply now. Hit After Hit has become the baseball store in Tennessee. They have over 1,000 different models of gloves and over 1,500 wood bats. They also have several iron mic pitching machines as well as a hit tracks machine. If they don't have it, you probably don't need it. We're proud to call Hit After Hit the official shirt provider 
of the Plaster and Friends Celebrity Bowling Night. You've been putting back a few, and a few becomes a few too many. For a moment, you think about calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that can happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. This is attorney Bart Durham, and this is me. I'm Aaliyah. Keeping in good physical condition is really important to me. But when I had a wreck with a tractor-trailer truck that hurt my legs so bad, I couldn't work for almost a year? I knew I needed a lawyer that understood tractor-trailer cases. So I called Bart. Bart gets millions of dollars for his clients every year. At Bart Durham Injury Law, we've handled hundreds of tractor-trailer cases. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. Welcome to the Omni Nashville Hotel, urban elegance with a vintage touch. Our 800-room hotel opened up in the fall of 2013 with 746 guest rooms and 54 suites. Hey everyone, I'm John English. This is Keith Wallace. And we would like to welcome you to John English Antique Sports and Cards in Shelbyville, Tennessee. We specialize in graded and ungraded sports and non-sports cards, vintage wax boxes, and unopened cases. We have a large selection of PSA graded cards. We also specialize in old sports collectibles, baseball, football, basketball, golf, and tennis. You can find it all at John English Antique Sports and Cards. We are happy to be associated with Nashville's greatest sports antique, George Plaster. Welcome back into the George Plaster Show. It's now time for Stat of the Day, brought to you by John English Antique Sports and Cards over in Shelbyville, Tennessee. They've got antique and historical sports equipment, games, advertising, and many other sport-related items. You can find them, of course, Tuesdays through Fridays, noon to 5, and Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 5. Visit them online at John English Graded Cards as well. Also, Eric Berner with Rock Castle Wealth Advisors. Call Eric at 615 490 7052 or visit rockcastlewealth.com for more information and unfortunately we don't have the graphic i've got the graphic it was my fault for not uh oh this not, is a violation not uploading i think that's the first time for stat of the day isn't that like geneva convention kind of stuff yeah that they may need to meet about that george okay so you're going to ask us the question i'm going to just verbally ask you yeah. guys radio style We're verbally get it wrong <laughs> Okay, here we go. This season, NFL teams are 0-12 the week after playing which team? This season, NFL teams are 0-12 the week after 
playing which team? Watson, without any real knowledge, wouldn't San Fran be the one that just physically beats you up to the point that a week later you're not really on your A game? Uh, I think we lost connection to you, Watson. Oh, that's not good. Man. Let's see. (laughs) Sign language time. Take two and go to right. Um, What what do we do about that? (laughs) Said the Eagles. (laughs) You think it's the Eagles? Okay. Okay. He said that was good. Are you like lip reading? Yep. He said Eagles. Okay. He said Eagles. I say Frisco. Um, We say Frisco. San Francisco. Okay. Um, Let's see who it is. Okay, let's let's see. It is well now twelve might you know now that I think about it. Oh, and twelve. Okay, let, let's just see who it is. It is the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. So so that's what we've got. Okay, so are we supposed to like lip read through Watson's Titans analysis? Uh we could. Uh I think uh, a good idea. A good idea would probably be Watson uh, leave and then come back in uh, to the broadcast. So uh, I think that he's uh, leaving us. Yeah, but he's going to come back. I hope so. He'll be back. But George, he'd in be the, sorely missed. He he certainly would because we've got Titans analysis coming mm-hmm. up. Who doesn't want to miss that? Uh, George, five o'clock hour. Mm-hmm. It is time for the yeah. five o'clock hour. It is we've brought to you by Middle Tennessee Bone and Joint Clinic. They combine state of the art orthopedic service with a family atmosphere. Whether it's a sports injury, a sprained ankle, or a major joint replacement. MTBJ has the staff, training, and equipment needed to take care of any patient in any circumstance. Their mission is to provide high-quality, specialized orthopedic care in a compassionate manner to the people of Columbia and Middle Tennessee. Visit mtbj.net for more information. Hey, let me say this. I feel pretty good about getting that 49er thing. You don't just pluck that, that, out of thin air one out of 30. That was pretty good and a pretty that, quick response, George. Yeah. I feel good about that. So, of course, Watson's Titans analysis, assuming he can do more than sign language, will be brought to us by <laughs> Penny Distilling. Can you hear me now? We missed you so much. <laughs> Where have you been? I don't know, out in left field somewhere. I'm prone to do that every once in a while. I, is it that I you didn't want left to field. do this segment? <laughs> Maybe I don't want to do this. <laughs> he was trying to find a way out. I was trying to find well, a way out of this segment. So let me ask you this. Are there any positives to this segment? Uh, I'll try to make them as positive as I can. How's I that for an answer? Okay. So... Watson, first of all, let me ask you this. The Malik Willis that I saw a year ago at Liberty, very freewheeling, a a little bit to me like Russell Wilson used to be in Seattle, where he could run around, you know, fake here, roll this way. He had a lot of freedom. And it looks to me, and I get it, because, you know, that doesn't work very often on the pro level. But I see times where he wants to run, but there's stuff going on in his head saying, don't, 
you know, not sure whether to turn it up. And right now I'd say, listen, we got no offense. You take off whenever you see it. Yeah, I, I think he's still he's thinking, and you cannot think as a quarterback. You have to react, and he's still not got it, especially in the drop-back passing game. If you watch him, his eyes freeze, and he just, oh, what do I do? And and I just see a guy that's not reacting and thinking, oh, they tell me to stand in the pocket, but I can't stand any longer. And everything is a half a step slow in the passing right. game. And but he's they, not but they also, slow. But they also, George, this first thing, you can't be conservative and win a game. You can't do that. You've got to let it go even if he throws 10 interceptions. You cannot be that conservative and beat anybody you're going to play the rest of the year. You've got to let him go. You've got to throw more play-action passes on early downs. You've, you've got to let him run more with the ball. If he gets hurt, put Josh, Josh in. But you 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 got to let him go. you got to do what he can do best. He's a very good deep ball thrower. I didn't think they let him throw deep very many times at all in the game off a of play action pass, just lay it up. Um, they got they got to be more wide open this week to let him get used to it a little bit, but they for sure when they go to Jacksonville, they can't play like the style that they played against Houston. It's way too conservative of a style. So – you know where the criticism goes. It it heads to downing. But is this what Vrabel wants? I go, I go through the head coach, George. I go through the head coach. I mean, he's sitting there and he's watching this. And uh, I, I think it's got to be on, on Mike to say, man, loosen up and let him go. Uh, at, at some point in the game, the play caller – may be the one calling it, but the head coach can control the, control the play calling. And what I mean by that is he can control it philosophically. He, I'm not saying he calls a play. I'm saying he says, loosen up, guys. We got no chance. We're trying to hang on here and win by a 14 to 10 or whatever. We, we, we're just not good enough to do that. We got to let it go more. And I defend it in a way of their offensive line is horrendous right now. I mean, it, it's really bad. There's not much at wide receiver. Uh, so I understand, but from here on, you're playing good football teams. You're playing the Cowboys, good football team. You're playing Jacksonville for the division. So that's no fluke. That's no flunky on the other side from you. And then you get in the playoffs, everybody's good. So might as well just let it go. I do not think Ryan Tannehill will be back. That's my personal opinion. Um, if he is, he's not going to be very good. He's, he's not going to be able to move around hardly at all. And he's got and, an uh, offensive so line well that's going to get him killed. The, yeah, and if they – that's exactly right. I wouldn't put him back out there with the offensive line they're playing with. I don't think Jones, Ben Jones will be back. Two concussions in a year, I wouldn't let him go back out there. Right. If I'm Ben's wife, I wouldn't let him go back out there. Um, so, might as well let Malik – let it go. See what happens. What a great game to let it let it go this week because the game don't matter. I'd, I'd let him throw it 25, 30 times this week and see what happens. If he throws six interceptions, he throws them. Let him go. So, Watson, help me with the coaching part of this. On one hand, you got no offensive line. As you say there, offensive line in trouble. So what can a coach do not to necessarily get around that problem because there's no getting around it. It's there. 
but what do you do to minimize it? What I always did when I played somebody better than me, the defensive line was a lot better than my offensive line. I'd throw on running downs and I'd run on throwing downs. I'd, I'd have to reverse everything. You got to try to keep them off balance and off guard. If they know what's coming, if they know it's third and 18, you're going to drop back and throw a ball, you probably not winning that battle. And so to me, you, you've got to reverse your thought process. And I was in a bunch of those games, and I'm not saying it worked, but that was the philosophy I always went with. I'd tell my coaches all during the week, fellas, don't work a whole lot on kick returns or kickoffs. We ain't going to score a bunch. Don't work a lot on catching punts. We ain't going to get hold them enough to make them punt a bunch. But here's what we better spend our time working on. And we just try to reverse the thought process. And that's why we could always kind of move the ball some against people because we weren't predictable when it came to those kind of games. They, to me, are playing 10 yards at a time. And they don't have the weapons to go 80 in a in a 14-play, 80-yard drive. And to me, that's what they're trying to do. That was the other thing I always said. We're not going 14 plays against Georgia. We're not going to do it. We've got to hit some big plays to get some points. We've got to hit some big plays some way, somehow. And uh, so we try to create those in practice more that week. Now, you've got to catch them off balance to get big plays because if you throw a pass on a passing down, you're not probably going to get a big play. And uh, that's what I think the Titans need to do, and that's why I'd let this kid go. I'd give him probably seven or eight more carries than he's getting, and I would throw a lot more deep balls than they're throwing with him. He is a very good deep ball thrower. That's honestly what he throws the best is the deep balls. And I'd throw some post corners, takeoffs, and just what the heck, let him loose and let him go. The offensive line is in real trouble, and you've got to cover for them too. You can't just hand it off when it's a running down all the time, and you can't drop back and throw it. We've seen that when it's a passing down, George. You've got to help that offensive line. It's not those kids' fault. They're just not great players. Sure. When they're playing uh, against some really good players. Watson, with the game meaning absolutely nothing, for standings purposes, other than the fact that it's the Cowboys and it's Thursday night football, it means nothing. Don't you play Dobbs a little bit and you pre-arrange that that's going to happen? Absolutely I would because you could lose Malik. If you're going to beat Jacksonville, Malik's going to have to carry it 10, 12 times. That's my personal feelings. They're not going to win the game without Malik making plays with his legs. And he could get hurt. You better have that other one ready to go and ready to play. I would play Josh Dobbs in this game for sure. How much? I don't know. Maybe maybe uh, the last quarter if the game's out of reach or or something. I would play him in the game for sure. Um, my third don't one on there, George. Quick, meaningful time though when it when it's still up for grabs. So maybe simulate real if, stuff. If, if it's up for grabs, I know Mike's personality. He, if it's up for grabs, he's gonna go for it. <laughs> he's gonna try to win the game. I don't. I don't think he just puts him in just to put him in. If that game's, I think if it's ten points going into the fourth quarter or something like that, maybe put him in the game and let him go. But knowing Mike Rabel, he is competitive and he wants to win every game he coaches in. I'd be shocked if he did that. 
unless Malik's not playing good. If Malik's not playing good now, if you if you loosen him up and let him throw more and he's throwing it to them and not us, uh, going to have to put Josh in the game. But I would want to know that now because I know i got to loosen up more against Jacksonville. Let's see this week how much he can handle in a loosen-up way. That's why I would loosen up in this game. The number three there must play near perfect with style of play. They have no margin for error. No margin for error. They've got to do things. These penalties they're having on first and ten, holding legal procedures, George, they can't can't move the ball doing that. They can't make up the ground. They've got the style they play as conservative as they play. They have got to stay within the chains, and they can't have these penalties, and the secondary is so poor they can't have two or three pass interferences in a game. It's a killer. Pass interference in the NFL is not 15 yards like college. It's where the ball lands, and that's a big, big – it's the biggest penalty in the NFL. Sure. pass interference. It's the biggest penalty. They've got to cut this stuff out to have any chance to beat Jacksonville or to get and, – and win a game in the playoffs. They, they've got to play more perfect football. Last year they did that. This year they've struggled doing that. I think it's – they're playing with so many second-teamers that it's just a different football team. I don't think it's discipline. I don't think it's something the coaches are doing. It's just they're playing with a lot of down-the-liners. If they were that good, they'd be starting in front of those starters, and they're not. Let's get to the fourth and final point, which is? I thought must dominate. And, and they, at times, were pretty darn good Saturday. Better, but got to be better than that against a good offense like Jacksonville is right now. Uh, they, they've got to get back to what we saw before Autry and Simmons got hurt. They're in that stretch when they were seven and three, maybe right in there. They were dominant in the front seven. Now, Cunningham was still playing. Long was still playing. Simmons was healthy. Autry was healthy. That's a lot of bodies missing. That's four of the front seven that are missing right now. But they've got to get back. If they're going to beat Jacksonville or they're going to win a game in the playoffs, George, that front seven's got to get back to being dominant. And the one that I'm waiting on back, because I I haven't seen the same spirit on the defense since Long went out. That kid, the more I see him not playing now, the more I saw he did when he was playing. He is the spirit of that defense. He's emotional. He's flying around. He's pushing on the back as he gets off of him. I mean, he he's he, he's borderline dirty player, and he's really not. He's just a, he's a football player. It's hey man, this this ain't we're we're not playing two hand touch below the waist here. And he plays that style. He talks to everybody when they're getting off the ground. That spirit has been missing to me. They got to get him back at least by playoff time. After the break. We'll get into the dumpster fire in Denver, and we'll ask the question, is Russell Wilson done? He looks done. Why does he look done? All of this and more, so stick around.
Buying or selling a home can be a very personal experience. Why not go with the team that receives nearly all of their business from referrals? Clearly a trusted name in real estate. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners has sold more than 500 homes in the last seven years. Voted best in Sumner County multiple times. Proven to be trusted with your most personal assets. Call the Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners at 615-906-8458. The Justin Tucker team with Platinum Realty Partners. Middle Tennessee's most trusted team in realty. I highly recommend Sumner Funeral and Cremation because of their caring nature and attentiveness to detail. Pre-planning your funeral now will bring you peace of mind and less stress to your loved ones. When the chaos of losing you happens, your family can honor and celebrate your life, knowing things are happening just as you wanted them to. Pre-planning determines the details of your funeral, cemetery services, and can be less expensive. We are honored to serve you and are always here for you in your time of need. Sumner Funeral and Cremation. Traditional. Affordable. Dignified. SumnerFuneral.com Jody Jones Dentistry can handle all your dental needs from the basics to cosmetic procedures. All of this in the nicest dental facility I have ever seen. Jody has done it right. They're located conveniently at 55 Music Square East and for an appointment, it's simple. Dial 615-259-5100 and tell them Plaz sent you. When you're thinking about golf, consider Riverside Golf Links. Under new ownership, the course has improved dramatically. It's now 27 holes, complemented by a nine-hole executive course. Book a tee time now at 615-847-5074 and get ready to enjoy the beauty of golf in the old Hickory area at Riverside Golf Links. I'm Bart Durham. I was sworn in as a lawyer in 1963, and I've been working as a lawyer since then. We're a firm that does exclusively personal injury, a lot of tractor-trailer crashes. Insurance companies will open up their checkbooks when you force them to. We have systems that work. We get the most money for our clients in the shortest amount of time. I'm Blair Durham. My dad and I want to help. Give us a call at 615-242-9000. This is Eric Barner with Rock Hassle Wealth Advisors. I help people in the pursuit of making their money live as long as they do. People hire me because I use a customized, individualized, and personal approach for the person I'm working with. Everyone's situation is different. If you've lost a spouse or a parent and want to make sure your inheritance is utilized and does not just disappear, I can help with that. Call me at 615-235-1058 or email Eric at rockcastlewealth.com. Well, by now, most of you know what has gone on in Denver. The Broncos went out to Los Angeles and put a stamp on it and mailed it in. Got beat 51 to, I think it was 14. And in the process, they had a couple of fights on the sideline. Just a really bad look in a season that has been nothing but bad, bad, bad. And when they got back to Denver, ownership made the decision to pull the plug on first-year head coach Nathaniel Hackett. 
and that's brought up all kinds of stuff. Now, Billy, Watson asked a question earlier, and with your vast research knowledge, you have come up with the answer. Yes, I have, George. And Watson was asking uh, about Urban Meyer's firing, uh, of course, last year, how long that lasted. It lasted 13 games. Hackett, 14 games. So Urban Meyer was uh, a little bit – they cut the can on him a week earlier. He may have the record. That might be the earliest anybody's fired. Lou Holtz, I believe, was 3-10-1, maybe 3-11-1 with J-E-T-S. A lot of people forget he was the Jets head coach at one point. I didn't know that. So, Watson, for me, the comparison here is close to home, Wade Houston. I have never seen a coach – is ill-prepared to go from being an assistant to a head coach, as was Wade Houston with Tennessee in the early 90s. And if you look at the record, you'll know exactly where I'm coming from. I'm assuming, based on Hackett's credentials, that he didn't just get stupid overnight. This guy had done some things on the pro level that warranted consideration to be a head coach. So how did he look so clueless? I'm a firm believer, George, through all my time and being around so many different coaches that certain people are made to be head coaches and certain ones are not. They just don't have the personality, the uh, swagger. The, I, don't, I, don't, I can't tell you what it is but I just think certain guys don't have it and are great assistants. And sometimes the poor assistants make the better head coaches. I just, I don't, I don't think watching him on the sidelines, I just never felt like he had the it factor. He just didn't have the, I'm, I'm the boss. I'll make the right decisions here. I, di I didn't see confidence, poise, the look in his eyes, the, I don't know. I just did not think he had it. I felt that way back early in the year, and as the year went on, it, it proved to be true. I just don't think he's built to be a head coach. He had the opening night snafu in Seattle where Russell Wilson mm -hmm. goes back home, and on fourth and five, they elect to drain the clock and let their field goal kicker, Brandon McManus, try a 64-yarder, which didn't work out, and that, that caused all kinds of stuff. If that had never happened, would this story be any different? Might have, might have lasted longer before this happened. Uh, but I don't think he was going to make it. Like I say, I just I did not see the poise and confidence that I would see in Pete Carroll. Or, and I'm not trying to pick the better ones. Um uh, I look at Jacksonville with Doug Peterson. There, there's there's a poise to his posture and the way he handles himself, and the players can cling to that and and and, and play. And I just look across the NFL and watch it, and you you'll say, I don't know how long he's going to last. I, I think it is. Everybody talks about can he make the head coaching decisions? You learn to do that as time goes on. You'll you'll. You'll learn. We talked about that in one of our shows, maybe last week, and and uh, where you got to, or maybe it was on Tony or Pogi with I was with. But I talked about 
you get better at that with reps on some of the decisions like when to call timeout, when not, when to when to do this, when to go for it on fourth down, when not, when to go for two, when not. All of that you learn to do. But I don't think you can teach yourself to have the demeanor and the presence that you have to be as a head coach. I don't think if you don't have that, I don't think you ever get it. Okay, then there's the Russell Wilson piece of this, where Denver has traded half of the free world to get him. And all of a sudden, a guy in Seattle who appeared to have all the freedom in the world, you know, scramble around, improvise, throw the long ball, all of a sudden, Watson, it looked to me like it was one, two, three, get rid of it. And he looked lost. Now, from from a novice like me, when I try to ask myself, okay, what really has gone on? I've never seen a player that has gone from one level, or at least what I thought was one level, then to another. So I want to start with this. For me, he looks considerably slower. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm going to agree with that. I think his reactions are slower. Uh, I think his uh, mo- his physical movements are slower. Um, the reactions could be slower because the offense is just not any good. He don't understand it. He, you know, he, he hadn't been in it long enough. The physical reactions are what concern me. I don't see the quickness and release. I don't see the quickness in getting away from people. I don't see the quickness at dodging a pass rusher, jumping up, getting outside, making a play. Because he used uh, to be a master at it. Oh, the be- the best, in my opinion. The best at getting out of trouble and finding a way to make a play, especially with the heat on. I thought he was the best. I don't see that anymore. I wonder if Pete Carroll didn't know this. And I hope I'm wrong. The, 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 the mental reactions and the quick – thought processes can come if he gets with a better offense and a understanding of what they're doing better and all that. The physical parts though, I don't know why he would have that much fall off unless he's just getting on up in age and, or he's been hit so many times that he, he just don't have it anymore. And Pete Carroll just never fought to keep him. And I always no, said, what does he know strange. that everybody else yeah. doesn't know? Because he's given up basically starting over. But I think he thought Smith is a really good player, and I'm not sure that my guys got it anymore. And so they did. They didn't put the money out to keep him, George. Right. And I, I respect Pete Carroll's decision making, and I, I I thought that when he became a free agent, he waited. He was a free agent for a long time before he signed, and and I just wondered from that. And it looks to me like Pete was right. I'm worried if he'll ever be the old Wilson that we've always seen play. I hope and pray I'm wrong, but I'm just being honest. I I see a much slower physical body doing things than I did two years ago. Okay. So Watson, you may disagree with this, but to me, the Denver search tier one is one name and you know who it is. Yeah, I know. Can't believe he'd take it. 
We're talking about Sean Payton. We're talking about Sean Payton. I can't believe he'd take that one. Okay, let me. Vic Fangio was there, and he's talking about him being his defensive coordinator. I can't see him going back to Denver. Right. That's that's an awkward. That when I saw that name, I said Denver ain't in this picture. I keep hearing he's got two on his radar, and I don't know who the two are. It's obvious they're not both just fired coaches now because what are two out there right now? Denver and and Indianapolis is that it? Right. And, and I, who knows where? And I don't think it's on. Denver. I can't see yeah. him going to Denver. I Indianapolis, they got a really good defense. They're supposed to have a really good offensive line. They've got a really good quarterback. I mean, uh, really good running back in Taylor. Uh, but I still don't think Indianapolis is it either. I, I think there's one that hadn't let somebody go that he's got his eyeballs on. But if you're Denver, don't you have to make Sean Payton say no? Absolutely. If you're anybody, how do you not go to Sean Payton first? It's a proven commodity. I mean, he was a very successful offensive coordinator with the Cowboys and very successful with the Saints when there's not been a lot of success with the Saints throughout the years. So, heck yeah. that he He's top line to me. Uh, somebody... It's going to have to pay a lot to get him because he knows he's top line and he's not getting back in it unless he's going to make a lot of money and have a long-term contract, but you've got to make a run at him first. If you don't, yeah. you're not being fair to your fans or your players. So Watson, let me ask you this. And I realize it's a question you really can't totally answer. Do you think there are coaches out there right now who are dying to get in front of Denver and say, listen, I'm going to tell you what the deal is on on Russell Wilson. I can fix it. This is what I see. This is what I know. You hire me, I fix it. Absolutely. The Denver job is a really good job normally. Yeah. Through the history, it's been a very good job. And uh, uh, I'm talking about all, all the way back into the old AFL. I mean, really good job. and With unbelievable fans. and a, The fan base is a, one of the tops in our business. Yeah. I mean, dang them right. There'll be, there'll, be, there'll be coaches lined up to get the job, and they will do exactly what you said. I can fix Russell Wilson. Okay. Do you think there are coaches out there who think they have seen something who say, oh, I see what it is. I can fit that truly believe that. No. <laughs> okay. Well, there. I know. I think they'll go ahead and say I can fix him though. And and I, I'm not making light of that. I think that there are people out there that are confident that I can take a quarterback that has ability and I can make him a better player. Uh, and uh, so that's what I mean by that more than just saying what they want to hear. But I don't think there's anybody out there. I sure don't. And I'm a quarterback coach for 45 years. And I can't tell you what's wrong and what's not and what is fixable and what's not. I can tell you what I see him doing poorly. I We have. We've discussed it. But I can't tell you that I could fix it. I don't know that I know what it would take to fix him. But well, I know this about him. He's a winner. Wherever he goes, he tries to play for that those folks and that team. And uh, he's not a quitter. And so you're going to get his best. Whoever gets him is going to get his best. And the question then is, does the franchise want to keep him and pay all that money? 
or just start over with a new coach and just start over from scratch. If it's me, I try to I try to see if he still got it. I, I can't just let him go after a year. Yeah, here here's the one though that is alarming to me. And this is a narrative that is starting to get out there that when when the Broncos acquired Wilson, that there is sort of behind the scenes a team Wilson, uh, a group of handlers, a group of, you know, we want everything to be perfect for Russell. And, you know, this is what Russell expects and this is what we want for Russell and and. Is that what Pete Carroll knew and said, screw this, I, I'm not dealing with his, quote, handlers? It might be, but just knowing a coach, if he thought he still had it, you put up with a lot. <laughs> if you think you can win another Super Bowl, you put up with a lot. And, George, in my personal opinion, and I'm not one to – can't prove this, but I think that's all over the NFL. I think these guys have all got 8,000 people around them and wanting this and wanting that. And I, I just think that every head coach, every general manager deals with that under the table. Some of it gets more public in some of these guys than others, but I think it's out there big time. And I don't think it's all quarterbacks. Um, I wouldn't doubt that's what happened with A.J. Brown. They just didn't want to put up with all the – everybody saying this and that. We got to have this. We got to have that. Point where if you think you've got a Super Bowl team, you put up with it and keep them. And uh, if if you don't, let them go. Or if it, if you reach a point you can't handle it and you think it's more detrimental to your team than it's worth it, you let them go. It's a big decision now. When you let one of the best players in the league go, and I, I'm talking about Russell Wilson. I'm not talking A.J. Brown right now. I'm talking Russell Wilson. That's That's a big decision, and that's why it's obvious to me Pete Carroll let him go. He let him go, but I think it was more he hadn't got it anymore to win me a Super Bowl more than having to put up with all the trash because it, that wouldn't have been his first rodeo. Plaster bet of the day is it? George, real quick. Sorry. Yes, Billy. Breaking news on the ticker. Breaking news. Hall of Famer Ed Reed has agreed to become Bethune Cookman's new head coach. Boy, that's the going thing. Is that an HBCU? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if they were or not. Yeah. Yeah. That's the going thing right now. Hire these former players that hadn't coached and give them a shot and let them go. Ed Reed. Dion just got another Dion just got another one a job. You got that right. Absolutely. <laughs> That's the Dion factor. We'll go to the break and then plaster bet of the day is coming up on Main Street Media Television. For Dustin Timmons and Joey Donnelly, they welcome every opportunity to serve and satisfy their clients. Whether you are looking to build your dream home or renovate your current home, their team will ensure that every client and remodel is unique, luxurious, completed on time, and within budget. Contact them today to set an appointment for a free consultation or to view some of their completed projects by logging on to DonnellyTimmons.com. Thank you. 
At WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics, we pride ourselves in providing access, innovation, and a patient experience second to none. Access to care and treatment when you need it. Innovation with medical-led cosmetics and various on-site technologies for full-service treatments with a customer experience that is calming, casual, and effective. Independently owned, providing medical, surgical, pediatric, and cosmetic dermatology and more. Visit WellSkinMD.com to schedule your appointment today. WellSkin Dermatology and Aesthetics. Access to healthier skin. It's your last chance to get a spring tune-up for summer. Complete Service Heat and Air can clean your coils, check out your motor, and make sure you have cold air on that first hot day of summer. Complete Service Heat and Air is located in White Bluff, Tennessee. We do service and repair on heating and air the right way. 24-7 service. Call us at 615-797-3997. That's 615-797-3997. Serving Cheatham, Davidson, Dixon, Hickman, Humphreys, Montgomery, and Williamson counties. Have you heard about the high levels of radon in Middle Tennessee? Radon gas is the second leading cause of lung cancer, second only to smoking, and has no color, no taste, and no smell. The only way to know if you have radon is to test for it. Duret Radon Mitigation offers testing for small and large-scale residential and commercial properties plus mitigation services. Visit DuretRadonMitigation.com to request testing or get a free estimate for mitigation. That's DuretRadonMitigation.com. Since 1865, the First Baptist Church of Gallatin on Winchester Street has served its community by catering to the least, the last, and the lost, providing a church of welcome used by God to save the lost, transform the saved, and impact its community. As a proud multi-ethnic congregation, Pastor Derek Jackson personally welcomes you to join them in fellowship Sunday mornings at 8 in person or at 1045 in person or online at firstbaptistgallatin.org. First Baptist Gallatin on Winchester Street, serving with open arms as a true church of welcome. Welcome back in. Final segment of the George Plaster Show on this Tuesday evening. It's about time for Plaster's Bet of the Day, brought to you by Burt Durham Injury Law. Since 1975, Burt Durham has aggressively protected the rights of a broad range of victims of car accidents and personal injury in both Tennessee and Kentucky. And this is the time of year to contact Burt Durham Injury Law. Of course, luckily for us, it is warming up. The roads are uh, unthawing uh, a little, thawing out a little bit, as, Thank as God. I should say. So. Uh, luckily for everybody, staying safe, uh, that is the hope. But if you, too, have seen your life interrupted by an injury on a highway, in a hospital, or at your workplace, let their attorneys at Bart Durham Injury Law do the work fighting for the full financial compensation that you need. You can learn more about Bart Durham Injury Law by logging on to their website. That's bartdurham.com. Okay, again, no graphic, George. I, I deeply, deeply sorry. Uh, but <laughs> the only, it. it was the Jags. Uh-huh. So you won the Jags yes. bet. 
which was a that was a big win. Yes, a uh, big win for the Jags. Big win for you. You have the record. Uh, I do. It is ninety five okay. and ninety one. Oh, Watson, that's not chopped liver. No, you've 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 been a good fourth quarter dude here. Coming on strong. A finisher. I'll, I'll brag on you when you need to be bragged on. And you, you've done good here recently. Recently. Yeah, you've made up a I'll lot of ground here. Do 186 of these and see what your record would be. Well, I don't have to. He's not a betting man, George. I'm not a betting man, George. Yeah, but it, it's, it's just, it's not easy. Well, and what you pay me, why would I want to jump into this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't answer that. So, are you telling him where I'm going tonight? I am, George. Okay. Uh, verbally, he's going. Watson with Oklahoma State tonight, 9.15 p.m. kickoff uh, over in Phoenix. He's going with the Pokes over the Badgers. Four and a half. I mean, yeah, I, probably a good bet. I don't know which way I'd go with that. Wisconsin's got a new coach. They're all disarray. Oklahoma State finished the year bad. It's really disarray. bad. They, they played really bad late in the year. Quarterback's left. I forget where he's going, but he's he's gone. Spencer Sanders. He hasn't landed anywhere yet. Hasn't landed anywhere yet, but he's not playing tonight. Um, you talk I, about a couple teams that really fell off from how they did a couple years ago and, and a few years back oh, yeah. this year. Yeah. God. Wisconsin, that's a great hire. I, I think Wisconsin's hired the best hire of the new coaches so far. It's a perfect fit fickle. for me. I like this one. So, you know I'm a big Jim Leonard fan. You think he keeps him? You think he can retain him? No, I don't think he will. Uh, just because he was so strong, I don't I yeah. don't think he will. I thought Jim had already – has he not taken a coordinator's job? I, I don't know. I, thought, he's I think still, he's, he's being retained he's at Wisconsin. He's still on that staff. He yeah, will, and he had tweeted out, he said, on Wisconsin. Yeah, and he, he will be he, the interim coach good, tonight. Good, Good for the head coach. Good for the head coach. I just didn't think he would because the head coach is a defensive guy. Yeah. And I think I a lot of people agreed with you there, Watson, but I don't know if it's official yet if they've – if it's, you know – He is a, I agree with George, fantastic football coach. And they're sure not going to do better than him by keeping him. And I think, George, he's a very um, loyal guy. I, th I, I think he would just jump in and do his job on the staff yeah. and not try to overstep his bounds and – and talk behind the neck, the new head coach because he wanted to be that's back. He don't seem like that kind of guy at all to me. Yeah. All right. Late kickoff tonight for this one. How late are you? How late are y'all staying up? I'm first half at least. Yeah, I'm Watson. with you. I, I, I'm going to say I make the first half. Maybe. We need to keep Maybe. track of that. Depends on how the game's going. Check on it. <laughs> no question. See who wins tomorrow. No question. Watson, behave until tomorrow. Behave until tomorrow. I'm going to try that really, really hard. I'm going to get out in the morning and do something now that I can breathe again. So Do something. I'm going to do something in the morning. Billy, do something. <laughs> I'll try. See all of you tomorrow. Do something. Until then, see you tomorrow.